things girlfriends share. Welcome to Girlfriend It, hosted by women for women on a variety of topics most relevant to our daily lives. Weekly, we have incredible, inspiring, and influential guests as we explore everything from why ambitious women don't quite reach their full potential to how we deal with the dailiness of life. Together, we will hear compelling stories of other individuals in hopes of one thing. How do we get to know ourselves? This is Girlfriended, and I am your host, Patty Lynn Wyatt. This is our eighth and final episode with Jessica Pierce. That just sounded so final. Hopefully, (laughs) you're going to come back and, and play with us again. But she's the owner of Thrive 139, a consulting firm dedicated to serving churches and faith-based nonprofits. And we've been having a conversation uh, last episode, and now we want to continue on how you really can discover your it, your purpose, uh, what just ignites you. And for me, I've been a corporate trainer now for Fortune 500 companies for years and years. I've helped navigate hundreds of amazing people into helping them like repack, reinvent uh, their their purpose, what they were created to do. I I absolutely love doing this. Uh, We talked last episode about having that holy discontent, like what breaks your heart. And that is something that broke my heart is to see people waking up every day And they were just in a place of apathy. They were just in a place of going through the motions, but not really truly living out their purpose and having some passion with what they were doing in their day. Uh, I I didn't realize that I was an entrepreneur and I finally realized I'm more of a passionpreneur than an entrepreneur of helping people move from here to there by by discovering that, by helping them dig up their dreams and ascertain like they're it. That was a really big word for me, just saying. I don't know where that came from. You know how you're like, ascertain, wow. (laughs) But that fires me up to get people, uh, just to coach them and guide them. And I get this urgency of, you know, you won't get tomorrow back. Like you have to go for it. Let's do it. You know, grab those results today. And what's funny is that I struggle with my own advice. I I can do that for you. And Jess, I could ask you amazing questions if I do say so myself. And I'm very curious and I want to lean in and find out like what you love to do and And where do you see yourself just kind of your sweet spot where you lose yourself? Like you would wake up at four o'clock in the morning to go do this. But then I don't ask myself sometimes. And I know you coach as well. And I think any great coach also has a coach. And they want somebody to be coaching them because we all listen to that critic within and we forget to ask those questions to ourselves. Is that is that the right grammatical to ourselves? To ourselves. Anyway, uh, there's a good quote. The important thing is to not stop questioning. Curiosity has its own reason for existing. And with that, I'm going to ask you questions today, Joss, because these are great coaching questions that you and I both use when we're helping other individuals. So it, it, it just helps you go, oh, okay, I need to answer these questions. So even though you're listening to Jessica's answers, 
try and think of asking these to yourself and, and answering them. So with that, I want to go way back, Jess, and as, as a child, what were some of the things that you absolutely loved to do that you, you can look back and go, oh, wow, that really is making a difference in my, my life because I did those things? Yeah, two come up right away. Um, sports, love, love sports. I remember in junior high playing four sports the same season. And so running literally from, you know, track over to cheer over to, you know, just jumping around. So sports and then vacations. And I think vacations because <clears throat> every summer our family would go on one big family vacation a year. So like that whole family togetherness was really important to me. And I live that out today. We do way too many vacations in a lot of people's minds, but I don't care because that's one of the reasons I work so hard <laughs> because it's a family value to me. But the sports, and I, I was thinking about this um, because like, why was that so important in my life? Well, one, I love sports. I just love, love, love. But also it was the team component. It was the built-in friendships. Um, I, not surprisingly, was always the loudest on the team, the encourager, the you can do it, let's go team, bring the team together, cheer. And it's so funny because now that is exactly what I see in my oldest daughter. I mean, she is, she, she just tried out for soccer. She's never played soccer in her life. She's in eighth grade and she made the team, which blows my mind. And the coach said she made the team because she's so athletic but we were watching her game last night and she is yelling, come on, you can do it. Get behind the ball. I'm like, does she even know what she's saying? She played <laughs> for two weeks. <laughs> so that is some of the things that are really important to me. The connectedness, the encouraging friendships, all of that is what I am. And I never also ever, even before I was a believer, understood why people were mean. So. <laughs> I, I never, I, I was made fun of in junior high. Um, and I just didn't understand it. It's like, why are people mean? Why would you say mean things to people? And so I think that part, um, also my heart was obviously ready to be open. Um, but I didn't know what that mean is, meant yet as becoming a Christian. Don't get me wrong. I have been mean to people, but I remember just being bullied and I thought, why do people do that? Why yeah. is that a thing. So those are some of the things, Patty. And and what were you curious about as a child? What did you find yourself like, oh, I want to know a little bit more about this over here? Um, you know, I think a lot of it was um people, friends, um, math, which is weird. I really like math. I don't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I like how numbers go together. Um uh, so yeah, I think, but I, I've always wanted to know more about the people in my life um, and lots of people, not just one or two. I like to have lots and lots of friends. <laughs> yeah, which really plays into to what you do. And that's why it's such a significant question to go back to that. Like, what did you used to, to love before you had to try and fit in, right? What yeah. did you used to love before somebody said, oh no, you you can't do that? And like you said, the sports, you were curious, um, you know, the connectedness, the, t the teamwork, and that is exactly you champion so many people and you're such a great advocate and encourager. And, and also going back to like, what 
what feels good. And that just sounds very new agey. Like where, where do you feel good? What's your state of flow and in easy, you know, but what feels good? Like for me, when I am helping others, like I'll get off of a zoom call or if I'm, you know, meeting someone in my office and I'm able to really help them. Or if I'm mediating a husband and wife to negotiate, like, okay, this is, you're moving forward. I literally get giddy. Like I, I love it. And I can go back the same thing with looking at my childhood. And there's some weird thing that I, I loved when people were in conflict, helping them out. And even, even as simple as sitting on the flight attendant jump seat. And I found that I, I became the counselor. Like someone would sit there and they would tell me, their whole story. And then they would go, I- I've never told anybody this before. Like, I don't know why I just shared all that. And, and I leaned in, I was curious. I want, I asked them questions for them to be able to unfold this sometimes horrific story, but trying not to be a fixer per se, but more of, of a listener. And I didn't realize that I was even doing that. And I, I leaned into that. So when I say what feels good that's what I mean. It's like what you look back and you go, I just realized that felt good. Yeah, for sure. I know that even with my career, there's a, um, when a pastor is hired or a ministry staff person is hired because of somebody I brought in, interviewed, went through the whole process and they get hired. It's like, yes, like that. I love that I'm able to impact the church and the the community and people's lives because of somebody I hire. I may not have a direct impact on the faith walk of somebody from that perspective, but I'm hiring somebody who does. And so when they find their calling, it's like, yes, I know I'm doing the right thing in this world. Yeah. And that goes back to even uh, the great book, Simon Sinek, like knowing your why, which is exactly what you just said. You know your why and you know what you're having an impact on. And it's that we we shared uh, the holy discontent in the last episode. When you know that and you know you're you're finally putting that gap, closing the gap, it just has a huge impact on on how your how your day is. Uh, the other question would be knowing your distractions. Like, what do you currently love the most that distracts you? For me, I find myself when I'm overwhelmed, it's a trigger where I will, like right now I'm studying for a class I'm doing for the military next week. And it's, it's their intelligence, like (laughs) higher ups. And I'm going, Oh, it stresses me out. And it, it, I find myself, I'm not a perfectionist, but I find myself wanting the best story and the best questions and the best, you know, where I just have to go, okay, once again, show up, be authentic. And you're, you're going to do great. This is what you've been called to do for such a time as this. And yeah, work at it. Like you said, last episode, take those steps in the right direction, but you don't have to cause yourself so much stress. And what I find myself doing though, is I'm looking and I'm researching and I'm finding, you know, all these different, like great quotes or, or different, you know, this is where the pain is research. And the next thing I know, 
I'm on a podcast or I'm on Amazon shopping yeah. for something that I don't need. So I, that's my trigger point. That's the part yeah. that my distraction, distraction. So maybe it's TV, yeah. social media, maybe it's just all of a sudden you're scrolling through your emails, but where are your distractions? Yeah, I definitely get distracted by my phone um, or um, even at night TV when I just want to zone out and do nothing. I don't want to think. I don't want to do not anything because I've been on all day. But it's when something is hard. And mm -hmm. so it's when I don't have the answer. And then um, I procrastinate and I'll put it aside. And, you know, we did a whole series on the disc and I think about my style, my high eye comes out in those moments because they're the moments where I just want to pick pick up all my toys and run away. <laughs> I'm not playing in the sandbox anymore um, because I don't know the answer. Um, I remember I was a junior at Ohio State and I had taken all of my undergrad courses, um, everything that was generic basically. And the counselor said, this is the year you have to declare a major. There's no, there's no, nothing else you can do. You have to declare a major. And I'm like, I have to declare a major now for the rest of my life. <laughs> I remember looking at her like, you're nuts. I don't know what I want to do. And I was like, I'm not going to go here anymore. And I left. I, I mean, I, after the end of the semester, I was done. I knew I would finish college, but not in that moment. Like, yeah. I can't. I'm not going to pick, pick economics and then be stuck in economics the rest of my life. I mean, that's not true. That was just the story I was telling myself. But I, I did. I essentially picked up all my books and I was out of there. I was done. I moved across the country. So I obviously went very dramatic. I moved across the country and um, about a year later, well, it was about two years later, got back into school and finished. Um, but that's, that's, that's my style. Like, I don't know. So I'm going to just not have an answer for you for a long time <laughs> until yeah. I go out and I have to talk to a whole bunch of people to get their opinion and their thoughts and their ideas. If you wait it out long enough, I'm going to come back with a brilliant idea, but it's because I went out and talked to a hundred people to get their opinion. And so yeah. really it's not my opinion anyway. It's all the opinions of all these other people. <laughs> that I've gone and talked to. So that's what I do. I, I get distracted. I run away. I put things down and I get on my phone. Yeah. And it's so significant to know what distracts you. Uh, so, you know, write that down and go, yeah, what are my trigger points? What's, what's distracting me? And then when you realize you're in that place, when you're out there taking the survey, which is actually really good, that's a good distraction to, to take the survey, but then to create some white space and uh, Julie Font is is her name that has that like, whole, yeah. yeah. And I, I'll put the link out there for, for you because that, that is a great way to look at how to use your white space wisely, which seems yeah. funny, you know, it's like, okay, create white space, but then now we even have to plan our white space time. But it is important. I know for me, once I realized I was getting into my distractions, to take that time to be still. And, and I, that's another thing I find kind of comical is that all of these tips, it's, it's in the Bible, you know, it's like, be still. 
I know that I am God. It's like, oh yeah, well, what a brilliant idea. Like be still and have some white space because you're getting into this place where your brain just needs to be distracted. And yeah, you're going to pick up your sand toys and leave, or you can be still and really listen to what God is telling you to do. Uh, but I have found that, it, you know, if, if you are not having that quiet time or you're just like, you know, going, 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 sometimes just taking those, those moments to not pick up your phone. Uh, I know for me, when I, when I go on a hike and I'll have my phone to listen to a podcast and my husband will go, Hey, maybe we can just like be, maybe yep. we can just have the quiet and not have the noise. And it's like, but I have to listen to this and I have to do this and I have to do that. So t finding time when you are distracted to, to have that white space. And yep. then another question is what do you do in your life that you are trying new things? Cause I believe we need to try new things regularly. And I know for you, you're like me where we, we love the adventure. So you're traveling all the time and that that's what stirs my soul as well. I think that's why we're besties because we love the adventure. Uh, so it's, it's that process of finding joy for, to me, isn't a passive place. It's more fulfilling when I'm out there, you know, getting that adrenaline rush, but yeah. where, where do you have where you're finding new things in your life? Yeah, definitely travel. I mean, no doubt my, our family loves to travel, but not just um, like we love to do nice things, go to nice resorts, but the most, the most fun moments we have are those where we wonder a little bit. And mm. so actually I have a story from two weeks ago, <clears throat> excuse me, I was in Cabo with, uh, we were in Cabo with some, so it was an adult, no kids, which is crazy. It was so fun. <laughs> but um, my husband and her husband went golfing one morning. And so she and I went um, to the resort and um, a different resort, like a sister resort to where we were staying. And we just were like wondering because the day before we were there, we saw this pool and we were like, I want to go to that pool. We could see it from the ocean, but we had no idea how to get there. And so I'm like, we're going to find that today. So we just started wandering around the resort huge huge resort and we get to it and we found it there are no signs it's like this hidden pool well because that the pool was exclusive to certain kind of level of owners or something i guess you know but there were only i don't know five or six people in this area and there's a guy at the door and i'm i'm like my friend's like oh i don't know and i'm like Let, let's just see hold on so i go up to him and i'm like hey we're kind of we're new we're looking around he's like and i'm like Hey, this doesn't look busy. Could we come in? He's like, come on in. So we go into this exclusive area and the pool patty is like an infinity pool. It goes over the edge of a cliff. The ocean is right there with the waves slamming up on these cliffs. It was a dream. The most beautiful view I've probably ever seen. And we went back three days in a row and they let us in every time because <laughs> kind of think we felt like we belong there now. But I was like, that just gets my soul going. I had an opportunity to see something and take it in and really, I mean, literally just hanging out over the infinity pool and watching the ocean and the waves and the beach, just, oh, it's amazing. And so those are the kind of things that I'm like, it's worth it. Yeah, we're gonna have some times like, eh, that wasn't fun or that was a fail, but it was still an adventure. 
So we, my husband and I just call them, we're going on an adventure. Don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're really going, but we're going on an adventure. <laughs> and that's okay. And it feeds me. It feeds our my soul. And, and that is our challenge. Like, what do we need to do just to kind of change up your current reality, right? Like dive into something. I just yesterday, I told my, my daughters and, and my, my granddaughter now, uh, like I am going to pick you up and we are going on an, an adventure and it's a surprise and this is what you need to wear. And all I did was bring him downtown Phoenix into this like really crazy funky restaurant for breakfast and they went on and on about it. It was nothing, right? But yeah. it's, it's doing that and languaging it, like framing it into we're, we're going to have an adventure and this is what, you know. Uh, but just a challenge, like if you loved interior design as a kid, like change things up. Jump into that. Do something. Commit to redecorating one part of your space and just notice how it feels. A go buy a set of watercolors and a single brush and see yep. what it's like to create. You know, simply go take your coffee outside if that's not what you normally do. And if you can be as crazy as you, Jess, let, you know, if you see something, yeah, go for it and just experience it. We have those temperaments and I know it it kills other people sometimes when they're around us. Like the other day I, um, I was going to do something and both of my girls are like, mom, please don't. I asked them permission. Cause usually I just say, I'm going to the back and asking the guy in the kitchen, like how you did this or, you know, what, whatever. And they're like, no, not why we're here. But to me, I'm like, well, why wouldn't they want, you to come back to the kitchen. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's just an adventure. It's something you totally. to do. Yes. Uh, one of the little girls, um, one of the eighth graders on the soccer team yesterday was having cramps and needed Advil. Well, I'm like, well, I'll go find you Advil. I'll be back. And I'm like talking to everyone. They're like, no, no, you don't need to. I'm like, you need Advil, right? We're going to find Advil. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine, <laughs> you know, just, but that's our temperament. There's right. a problem. We can find the solution. We can, let's do this. And I did want to mention though traveling has been in my soul forever. Um, we have a little bit more money now to play with, but we did this on a shoestring budget too. I remember when Mark and I got, when Mark got laid off and I had to close a business in 2009, we had a couple weeks banked a vacation time for, with a timeshare. So it literally cost us $300 to go to Mexico for two weeks on vacation. We spent, we went to the grocery store, same amount of money, actually less because it was Mexico and bought groceries, ate in the whole time for two weeks. It was one of the, still to this day, one of the most memorable vacations we've ever had in our life. And we spent well, well under like $500. And that was probably because it was gas money and groceries, but and that was a whole two weeks on vacation. And so, and our kids remember that we had a blast. We will never forget. So it doesn't have to be a lot of money, no matter what your, your thing is that you like to do. Um, quilting, you know, anything going and giving your coffee somewhere else. I mean, that's $3. Yeah. <laughs> so but it doesn't so have to cost money. It's so important to find the adventure in the everyday because that is what truly helps you know what 
the holy discontent is or what you can't stand anymore. It helps you be creative. It just stretches your brain to be more innovative in finding that purpose. It's yeah, crazy. Pat, do you remember, this was 10 years ago and I called you and we had zero money, right? We were going through the recession and I said, I am working on some stuff and I need a quiet place. Do you have any ideas? And you're like, why don't you come up to my cabin? And I was like, are you sure? And you're like, absolutely. We're not going to be there. So I went up to your cabin for three days and I was alone in this beautiful, quiet place. And I was able to think and create and be, and I'll never forget you for that. And I have, I've so appreciated that moment in my life because we were going through such a hard time and people were gifting us stuff left and right. And mm. I am so grateful that for the opportunity for, you know, people gave us stuff. We didn't deserve it. Um, but we asked and they were generous, so generous. And so, yeah, the, the quietness of that was so important. Yeah. And, and that's another thing. And not that you want to sit there and ask, and thank you for that. I, I appreciate that. Cause that is so fun for me to be able to do that and offer that. Um, because I so believe in finding that everyday adventure, but being grateful and I, I will end on that. We just have a couple of, of minutes before the end of the show just to go back and look at the tips of what to do as you're trying to focus on your it. Uh, number one, obviously, is is praying about it, like asking God, what now? Uh, what is my holy discontent? What is breaking my heart? And being grateful for all the things rather than, uh, the me, 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 but looking outside of that and going, how can I help? What am I grateful for? Uh, second tip is thinking about what you used to love before you couldn't love it anymore. Go back to that because God uses everything, right? I always love the Romans 8.28. Um, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And he, he doesn't waste any experience, any, um, you know, hurt, pain. So think about that. And then what feels good? What just like, like you said, you're passionate about, you know, when you know you have helped a church and this is going to have a huge impact on the way that they are moving forward in their vision. I love it when I can really move someone from here to there. The next tip is turn down those distractions. Uh, figure out where you find yourself spending time when you're getting overwhelmed. What triggers that? Be it TV, social media, or email, or just your phone. Put it down. Find that white space. And then try new things regularly. Like get that adventure. Find the adventure in every day. So those are our tips uh, just in the, the next 30 seconds as we are saying goodbye to you for a while. What would be one tip that you want to share in finding and discovering what your calling is? Figure out a way to be connected to Christ, uh, whether it's your quiet time, whether it's your walk in the nature, wh whatever it is, but being connected in, in church world, we call it the vine, but being connected and really um, listening to what Jesus is saying. Um, and that can be through reading your Bible, praying various different ways, but being connected to Jesus. He is the one with the answers. Awesome. And with that, thank you so much, Jess. So appreciated our conversation. And go subscribe to Girlfriend It. Listening to Girlfriend It because our girlfriends are where we get our best tips for life. Find us on Facebook at Girlfriend It. 
hit subscribe to iTunes or toginet.com.